Hello, George. Hello, Ollie. How hey. are you? Um, I'm okay, man. I'm okay. Today has been... You f- holding up? Well, today's been the first day that I've really been like, okay, I'm done with this now. It's, um, it's over. I'm, I've decided Corona should be wrapping itself up right about now. Some people have been of this opinion from the start. I've come to it a bit late, maybe, but I'm over it. I'd quite like life to go back to normal and not to be scared for everyone I love. You'd like to be shot of this horrible virus. Yeah, wouldn't you? How are you doing? I work, mate. I'm absolutely with you. Um, I. I know it's controversial. Came... I know we're taking a bit of a. <laughs> I don't think a strange so, mate. I think you'd be surprised. <laughs> no, I, I tell you what. This weekend was the first time that I felt lonely during all of this. Yeah. Um, I kind of, I don't, I wish I could remember what day my isolation started on, but well, you... it's more or less, I think it's been like 10 days or seven days. God, fucking get over it, man. I'm on day yeah. uh, 16. Yeah, but you've got a companion. I know. Not that it's a competition. I know, it's very different. But I think it, it, there's, a, there's like a, and don't get me wrong, there are people that are experiencing all kinds of hardship at the minute, and I, yeah. I actually, you know, struggle to comprehend what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, there's, it's just made it obvious to me how much I rely on human contact. And it wasn't terrible this weekend. It was more I felt it sneaking in. Do you know what I mean? I felt like a, yes. oh, what's that? And I was like, oh, you feel a bit alone. I, I've almost been surprised by like how long it's taken me to. I mean. Again, I don't want to, I'm not trying to make it seem like um, this has been easy for, I know that it's a very difficult situation for lots of people and it probably sounds very um, annoying of me to be like, okay, now I'm only just starting to to struggle with it a little bit, but I kind of expected to find it harder than I have and I feel very lucky that I am in the privileged position where that is a feeling I can have, if you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. And you, um, you came to my rescue on Sunday night because that was when it really... Saturday was probably the day that I felt it kind of bubbling up. And then Sunday was around kind of 11am. I found myself sat down just staring mm-hmm. and just silence. And I was like, ah. Was that the man? I'd love to see somebody. Was that the day you were also perhaps a little bit hungover? No, it wasn't. Oh, no. Um, but I did do on Friday night. Well, this is it because you start to use your kind of isolated initiative, don't you? Because you go, right, Friday night, what would I be doing? I'd probably be going to see friends Mm -hmm. at the pub. So, what did we do? We uh, virtual pub. Yeah, we all went on Skype, and my good friend Fred was the quiz master and had put together a quiz for us. Which, uh, <laughs> uh, the first round, I got two out of 25 or something, oh. right? And, it, but I wasn't, somebody else only got four. I think somebody, the higher school was 10. But then for the second round, we decided to download a kids pub quiz. That sounds And it better. was literally like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, um, oh, I wish I could remember one of the questions, but we all got full marks, essentially. Oh, that's a bit, it's a, I mean, I think at a time like this, a nice confidence boost like that. Oh, yeah. can go a long way. I mean, I did a quiz with my family this weekend over video 
Zoom, I th- yeah, Zoom is some sort of app that I've uh-huh. heard a lot about in the last three weeks because everyone's looking for ways to communicate. But we did a quiz and the admin involved in working out how to actually do it because we had this <laughs> yeah. quiz which was like a PowerPoint. And so I, my mum was asking me to like share the screen of the PowerPoint so we could all follow along and... By the time we came to do it, I I was starting to think, hmm. I'm over this. Maybe this is one. Maybe this is more trouble than fun. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, well, I was going to say it was good in the end, but it wasn't really because my girlfriend and I came last, quite quite a distant last. And, you know, I'm. I wouldn't say I'm hugely competitive, but when my family are involved, it's a whole different ball game and seeing my brother's smug little face did he love it he was loving it he was loving every moment uh, a question about a flag came up and i just saw him rubbing his palms together oh, so oh, while cassidy and i looked at each other with fear um <laughs> yeah and obviously this is something i think lots of people are doing as you said it's the the initiative you you've work out how to come up with quarantine fun but i think what i'm more into are the kind of silly sillier games at this time in my life i think so like you said you're doing a kids pub quiz or on uh, that house party app there's like a pictionary thing i played that with some friends i'm into that i've got something a query to run by you so a few people are talking to me about this house party app as we established last week my mum's big on the house party scene. Yep. Um, am I right in saying that, say I logged in to talk to you, mm-hmm. any old Tom, Dick or Harry could then just join? Uh, sort of. I think you, they'd have to be your friend. Actually, no. I think they'd have to either be your friend or be a mutual friend because uh, I've had this experience where someone who wasn't on my contact list or anything suddenly popped up in a corner and I thought, what the <laughs> Um, well this is what I mean some of our friends have quite dubious mutual friends and I'm like if, I, like, an... if I'm catching up with somebody there's a, the, you know my mind runs I start thinking well all the people that could potentially pop up I don't know that I want to be spending my isolation with these people well <laughs> you know like I know I'm complaining about being alone but there are some yeah there's a, there's a there limit there are some peculiar people that you know that whole like you know the whole world within seven people like mm-hmm. i know that part of everything going on is it's bringing everyone closer together but there's a limit you yeah know? yeah not like too I'm, much. I'm happy to yeah absolutely i'm happy to spread a little love and cheer but i mean i don't want to be sharing my my evenings with these people well the thing <laughs> is these people well the, the thing is I I know what you mean. There's a sort of extended network of, uh, especially in Hartford, it's a small town, so... Well, yeah, if you think about if we were actually in the pub, Ollie, Mm. think about some of the kind of faces that might be on the periphery of your evening. Yeah, I don't want to Now imagine you're in your PJs of an evening (laughs) and they pop up on your phone. I would feel violated Well, that's sort of how I felt, yeah, in the other day. But (laughs) the thing is, you can lock the room, which is what they call the the chats. So you can make it a private thing. But the other thing about it is that, unlike most apps where, say... 
Instagram or even Snapchat back in the day, when you open it, you might see your own face staring back at you, but that's not being immediately broadcast to anyone. Whereas, (laughs) in theory, if you open it up, anyone can leap into a room with you and you might not be ready for that. For example, the other day, I was, you know, going about my business as a human and you know there's some dirty business humans have to get up to every now and then it's just well i body. think like you should describe that because that the people's minds are going to go all over the place just well, i mean you've already you've already kind of okay yeah know, i was, well, I was about expe- this in the past yeah i was expelling waste and as i was doing this i i, I reach for my phone as I, I you know okay sue me i think a lot of people do that um, I had some time to kill and I went on the house party app and I saw my own face staring back at me with a porcelain background and I realised that at any point someone could hop in and say, hey, how's Ollie been doing? And then they would be able to infer what was going on. So I, that scared me and I don't think I've been on it since because that is not something I want to share with the world. Is that Not unreasonable? Yet. Anyway, just leave it another 16 days of isolation. You might be like, oh, well, if you want to see to any broadcast. of that, then you have to be part of my OnlyFans. I mean, it's not something oh, yeah. I just do. Do you give want to talk free... about the fact you set up an OnlyFans? No, I fucking don't. And no, I fucking didn't. <laughs> no, I'm close to it. I'm that alone. <laughs> just before we move on, Ollie, I would just like to say. Um... I've got, sorry, I've got no plans to move on. Okay, okay. Well, maybe I could say this and we'll see where we get to. Okay. Um, I would just like to say that the response that I have seen from last week's episode of Everyone's Beautiful Stories has been awesome. I've had friends of mine kind of writing to me, texting me and all of that, which has been lovely. And just, you know, people on the gram and all of that. I just, um, yeah, it was very cool to release that last week. And thank you to everyone's responses. Yeah. And we've we've still had... Yeah, more nice stories coming in. Maybe we'll get to some at the end of the podcast, but it's definitely a big old pick-me-up whenever I read through those. A reminder of how many amazing things are going on despite this (laughs) rank situation. Are you laughing at my uh, inarticulate sentence? You were doing like a syllable per beat. You were like, in this. (laughs) Well, can I be honest with you, George? Yeah. Always. I'm being very brave. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's going on? So I feel a bit like, and obviously this is a silly thing, but because there's this big illness that is the illness at the moment, I feel a little bit like I am not allowed to feel uh, any other illness. If I don't have corona, then I'm basically fine, which is obviously absurd and silly, but... I'm trying to be extremely brave because I have a recurring issue because I um grip my teeth a lot and clench my jaw when I sleep. My girlfriend said that watching me sleep, I mean, it's, the way she described it, it sound absolutely horrific. She said, I'm just there with a clenched jaw, like slowly grinding my teeth. I don't think I could sleep next to a, a beast like that. But it means that I often wake up having clenched my jaw for the last however many hours and one side of my head and neck hurt big time. And because of the antidepressants I'm on, I can't take most painkillers. The only one I can take is the one they've said, uh, they've recommended people don't take at the moment because it could potentially make um, 
Corona but also symptoms. you don't want to be you don't want to be taking them every morning anyway really yeah yeah and this doesn't happen every morning i should say um it kind oh, okay. of comes and goes and also i shouldn't really complain about it because i've done nothing to uh try, try <laughs> to and remedy solve the situation. it yeah my girlfriend has said over and over again you need to get some kind of mouth guard thing but could that not be a symptom of depression or anxiety or something along those lines um, that, isn't that quite feasible the the clenching yeah 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 because it's, if you you know you're yeah i think it is related i remember when i was talking to my doctor about going on this medication he said just so you know it may cause you to clench your jaw and, and stuff and i said oh well, i do that anyway have for years so don't no worries man yeah and I don't really think it's made it any worse. It's kind of always been something. Uh, and during the day, I can kind of tell it's like an, an, a nerve-related thing. But I don't know what's going on at night. I don't know what's happening in my in my mind at night. I remember years ago, a couple of years ago, I my girlfriend said to me that I had been laughing in my sleep a lot. And I thought, oh, great. I've been having these really <laughs> nice dreams and I'm laughing. And I was like, that's a funny image. And then I looked it up and I read an article that said people that laugh in their sleep, it's like a coping mechanism because you're having really awful traumatic dreams. No way. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. That's just something I read a, a while ago. But it really turned my nice... I, I was thinking like, oh, that's sort of funny, isn't it? I'm, I'm giggling in my sleep. And then it became much more sinister. sinister. My yeah, poor well, girlfriend I've... sitting next to some laughing, clenched jaw, work-shy freak. <laughs> You're so harsh on yourself, Ollie. You're not... Um... And not one thing... Yeah. <laughs> Ollie, somebody that's very close to me, who I won't say their name, once was going out with somebody. And that person that they were with their partner at the time, used to cry in their sleep, man. Oh. Mm, that's... Now that's got to be, you know, but, tough but, to wake up and see you. Yeah. But judging by um, the article I read, that probably means they're having such good dreams that for some reason they can <laughs> cry, maybe? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah, it's reverse. Yeah, sure it's that. Oh, but... Ollie, Ollie, Ollie. Mm -hmm. Something bizarre happened to me this morning. A very bizarre turn of events. So I wake up and I was in the kitchen making my porridge oats. That's how I start my day. And I was making my iced Americana, which I enjoy of a morning. What and kind of pan do you use for the porridge oats? Like what size would you say it is? <laughs> well, Ollie's just said that because the other day I rang him <laughs> and uh, told him that I recent since isolation, I've started cooking my porridge oats not in a saucepan but in a frying pan and it well i put it on the lowest flame and i just let it it takes 25 minutes half an hour just let it simmer occasionally mm. stir i'm a, you know easy like a sunday morning mm. <laughs> and bear in mind i didn't ask you know no, I wasn't, no, uh, it, was, <laughs> it was a rambling story i have a tendency to start telling a story and tell four more before i get to the punchline um, uh, which I think I inherited from my dad, but there you go. Um, God, love your dad. Sorry, that was like a zing from afar. <laughs> um, right, so Ollie, I now cook my oats in a frying pan. It's working brilliant for me, and I would recommend it to anybody. Okay. That isn't part of the story. I was making my oats, 
I was making my iced Americano. I had a shower. I got dressed. I was sat at my laptop starting to write, which I've been doing every day. It's been amazing. I've been journaling and then drifting from journal into kind of stories from the past and things that have happened and then come back to journaling, which I'm finding really therapeutic throughout all of this. Um, Yeah, man. I've felt very creative in the last kind of... At the tail end of last week, especially, I was doing a lot of artwork and writing and oh i mean i was sharing some of my pieces with you wasn't i ollie yeah really beautiful stuff a side of you i've not really seen before i think i think that's fair to say obviously i've always known you're a creative person you've got great great talent but i had never seen your visual art maybe a couple sketches in our old planners back in school you know the usual but I'd never seen you really sit down and invest time in making something that will last forever, in my opinion. Um, You sent me one image, which was uh, the silhouette of a cockerel with a orange planet behind it. And I just sat and thought about that for so long, just thinking, what does that mean? And also, is George unwell? (laughs) No, man, I was just letting my... I was just taking, I was staying still and letting my kind of subconscious mind come to the front of, and just let it out onto the page. I was just, and I, and you know, you got to bear in mind, Ollie, I'm tapping away on one side of my laptop, tap, 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 and this happened, this happened, blah, 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 and then on the other side, I'm, oh, what's that that's come to my mind? Oh, it's a weather dial, it's a cockerel. Oh, get it down, get it down. What's that behind it? Is it the moon? No, it's not. It's Saturn and it's rings. <laughs> Yeah. And it all comes to this crashing crescendo, and I go, Whoa! My right hand's go ferocious across the page, and nobody can stop me. And I shout, oh, I'm alive! Yeah, and so I'm not worried about you or anything. You've been on your no. own for some time now, and you've started. You were telling me the other day that you'd ordered some uh some felt tips especially and unfortunately i think that they some something went wrong with that delivery but well my credit card's been blocked oh yeah your investments i mean we don't have to talk talk no. about that but um so ollie I've, I've done exactly what i said i sometimes do which is go down five different garden paths before yeah, i get to the and i came right along with you i was egging yeah, you every on every time every time so i sat down I'm at my laptop, I'm writing away. It's probably about half past eight or 9am, right? And my phone starts to ring. Huh, that's interesting. I wonder who that might be. Oh, it's my mum. So Mm. I'm thinking, hang on a minute, mum should be at work. For anyone listening, my mum is a primary school teacher, sending big love out to my mum and all the other primary school teachers out there, all the teachers. Much respect. um, Absolutely. So I was thinking she should be at school with with the kids. What's going on? Anyway, I pick up and she said, George, I'm just, I've just stepped out of the classroom or, you know, I'm just on a break. I was just thinking, so each morning I do PE with Joe, which is this Joe, like a class that Joe Wicks puts together for the kids of the nation to kind of get them up and get them going for the day. Yeah. And um, she was, she said to me, like, it's brilliant, but for copyright reasons, he's not able to use music on his uh, videos because it, it, it's um, it's live streamed on on youtube right i think that's it so like it, and to get clearance this is all very kind of convoluted and boring i imagine but to get like a youtube a... is very restrictive i've had trouble in the past with even if you play like a snippet of a song uh in a especially in a live stream they can um 
they've got some magic technology that can clock you and take you down. So Yeah, unless you've got permission to use the song. But to yes. get permission for the song often would cost you because then say there's advertising on Joe Wick's videos. I don't know necessarily how this works. If he then used my song, I think my song would potentially take revenue from that. I don't know how it works. What I do know is that what Joe is doing is any money made from the videos he's doing and the streams is going to the NHS, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. Yeah. And she said, George. No, <laughs> she said, George, you should let him use your music. And I said, Mum, that's a really sweet idea, but I don't think it's that easy. What I'll do is I'll ring my manager and just run it by him. And I don't know. I must have, my manager was inspired by this idea. And the next thing I know, he's ringing me. He's spoken to the record label, the publishers. He's <laughs> had phone calls with America. He's spoken to people who are involved with producing the song, writing the song. Da, 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 da. And he was like, I think we're going to go ahead with it. Amazing. So, yeah, I mean, this will be potentially old news by the time this goes out, mm -hmm. because I think we're hoping to start it. We're recording this on the 30th of March. Am I right? Yep. Um, my, my dad's birthday. Happy birthday, dad. Uh, Happy birthday. Fairly certain he doesn't listen to this. Uh, anyway, carry on. <laughs> so, I'm fairly sure now, I don't know if it's just Shotgun at this point. This is, we're recording this on the eve of finding out exactly what it's going to look like. But I would just like to say, if it's all gone through, a huge thank you to Joe Wicks for letting me be a small part in, you know, his PE. And, you know, with the good morning for all the nippers out there getting ready for the day. And... Again, a huge shout out to the NHS. So all the kids are going to be absolutely jamming out to the dulcet tones of Mr. Jeff Ezra. Right, well, yeah, and parents are going to be going, not well, again. Deal with it, parents. I, uh, to yeah. be honest, I don't think they'll be doing that. They'll be like, okay, we have this time of relative peace where our child yeah. is is <laughs> staring at the screen. It must be, yeah, people who have young children or children stuck at home and they constantly have to think of things to amuse them. I mean, yeah, another big shout out to all the people dealing with that at the moment. But so you, in a way, are like um, kind of a fitness guru now, sort of by well, association. This, yeah, looks like I'm uh, <laughs> get, getting the nation fit and fighting um, and it's brilliant to have Joe Wicks as my sidekick. Cheers, Joe, for helping me out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's how he sees it too. You're yeah. the main man. He's just doing what he can at the side. Yeah. But that's amazing. And it's all going to an amazing cause as well. So uh, the nation probably needs me as well, but I'm not sure how I can save... Just release uh, that OnlyFans, man. Listen, I don't want this to be a thing, okay? George, <laughs> yeah, no, hey, hey, it's, hey, a, George, it's George, a good hey, thing. George, 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 I don't want this to be a, like a recurring <laughs> okay. joke thing that I have a OnlyFans, okay? <laughs> well, you don't have a Wikipedia, so it's somewhere to start. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, you know how I feel about that. Oh, mate, it's so great to just stretch my arms out and have a good old laugh from time to time your um, arms have to be outstretched to have a big laugh yeah i'm alive remember that's what i shout um 
One thing that has started up over this weekend, I touched on it earlier, Ollie, of me starting to feel lonely for the first time, you know, during all of this. For the first time in a hot sec, I felt those intrusive thoughts creeping back in. Ah, yeah. Which is, is, you know, it goes hand in hand. It makes sense that that is a product of kind of being isolated, literally. Mm -hmm. And it, it got me thinking about all of how much our environment plays a part in what we're doing and not just environment but the things that we're doing day to day if that makes sense and the like steps that we're taking um you know i've left the house two or three times in these nine days or whatever it is to go to the shop and it's really made i touched on it earlier but the appreciation for my life before this you know it's made me go wow you know, I picture myself now walking through Hyde Park like I used to take for granted, but I can see myself in however long when I can do that again, just breathing it in and feeling so happy. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've been allowing myself to kind of watch these thoughts and obviously I've not got much on in my days while I'm at home. And so I'm able just to observe them and I'm kind of almost humouring them. And I mean this in a good way, but I'm like, oh, what is it you want to get from this, George? You know what I mean? Like, mm. what what are you doing? So you're able to not let them take hold of you, or not let them. Well, or no, no. because when I, well, when I say I'm able to watch them and go, what are you doing here? Kind of thing. What is it that you want? That's normally after however many hours, if that makes sense. Okay, Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't recognize them as in being intrusive. They'll come a point. That's where what I, go, I was. Whoa! Yeah, you know? that's what I was kind of thinking. Like, at what point can you? observe them as intrusive thoughts in like a more abstract way rather than before wherein it's like it's like that thing of people say it's important to remember that you aren't your thoughts so not every thought you have is uh or not every thought has to be taken as seriously as Mm, wait a sec, George. What am I? Trying no, you're to right. Say? No, I understand what you're saying. So, like, I might have a thought that I recognise as just being ridiculous, and I go, "That's weird that you thought of that." Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have another thought, and suddenly my identity will be based on what this thought is. And all of a sudden, it's like, "Whoa, you know, that's a mad thought for you to have. Is this something you should be worried about?" Da, 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 mm-hmm. da, da. Whereas I'm able to, you know, pick and choose which ones I pay any attention to, and as a result, I'm kind of, well, I'm in control of the severity of them because all of them are as equal to, you know, are equal to the other. They're just mm-hmm. thoughts. Do you think that's, that's something that, the, that your meditation has helped you with? Because that sounds a little bit like, I don't know, the way you're able to observe your thoughts. And I know that, that you're not always able to, but I mean, when you can, it sounds like kind of like a skill that, a daily practice like meditation would help with maybe yeah i imagine so because i wasn't able to do this 18 months ago two years ago but then i don't know also if that's if it's just a part of me acknowledging that this thing exists Mm -hmm. and it's also you know i've got time because of everything going on so i'm able and and nobody to talk to hey that makes sense no but not that's next to me i don't i have to kind of text or ring somebody whereas when i sit down for dinner i'm not doing either of those things and so Mm -hmm. i am alone with my thoughts Mm -hmm. and that sounds i don't want anyone to be like getting the violin out it's quite nice you know i i look out the window 
I observe what's going on. And that's when I found I'm able to kind of go, okay, what is this thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I don't know exactly what it is I'm trying to say other than I found it kind of equal parts frustrating and worrying, but also I'm, I'm interested by it. I'm kind of You're kind of able intrigued. to almost chart how you how you're reacting to it or how yeah, you're kind of it's like but there's no doubt ollie that sorry just quickly that, that when i say i was feeling lonely this weekend it played a huge part in it mm-hmm. on sunday it was i had a big day of kind of it's weird I'm, I'm kind of able to live quite cleanly and everything's in one place but at the same time after by the end of the week it's like what well, when did this happen you're living in a shithole George come on man mm-hmm. and so Sunday is put aside for me to sort everything out so I can hit the ground running come Monday um mm-hmm. yeah it was just a very real moment uh when I was sat there and it was London is you know particularly quiet mm-hmm. and you know, I could just hear the boiler kind of ticking on and off. And then yeah. I was like, oh, here you are, George. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, nothing. No tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. <laughs> There's something yeah. particularly uh, weird, or at least in my experience, about being lonely in like a city, even mm. when it is a quiet city. There's so many reminders all around you of human activity. And I remember in Edinburgh when I was uh, living on my own and, and not sleeping very well, I would look out of my window at like three in the morning or whatever and see that there were still some lit windows and mm. it was quite comforting to be like, there are some other people out there who are still awake at this time. I don't know what their situation is or, or the circumstances that have made them awake or whatever, but it was like a little, like a little crew. But I get, uh, that I've, I get that completely. Today I was looking out of the window and I saw on one of the rooftops, there was this young dude practicing his archery, which was, bl- well, I should say at first, what? Wigged me out. Yeah, like, I was like, do you need a license for that thing? <laughs> yeah, but they had like a kind of, what looked like a Team GB-esque kind of tracksuit on. It all looked above board. Uh, it didn't just look like it he was Practicing it on passerbys? Off. No, like he had a, a, what would it be, like a bullseye set up. Um, and he was just alternating between the bullseye and the birds. Seagulls, pigeons, small game, that kind of thing that went past. <laughs> All the small game in that part of London you live in, <laughs> yeah, where people yeah. arch, arch, <laughs> where people practice archery, um, yeah. and the small game abound. I mean, that is beautiful odd. forearms. I was I was quite a distance away, but I could tell beautiful forearms on that young man. Oh yeah, good form. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. So wait, oh, and I, I shouted out the window. Somehow- what did you did you try and um, put him off his shot every time going, he was about Robin! to go? Do you go, Ray! Robin, Robin, <laughs> bro, Robin, down below your window, sir. Yeah. 
I was like, maybe he's not getting it. Rob, Rob, uh, Mr. Robin Hood. <laughs> I'm calling you Robin Hood, mate. He does that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so wait, I think you were about to say that that was a, a bit like me looking out my window and feeling comforted by... No, but um, I had the same thing of feeling alone, but somehow seeing this dude... Sorry, it's quite a, like a weird example <laughs> because it's quite like a unique... But seeing him up there doing his thing... I was like, ah, there's another person out there practicing that's just archery, doing their just thing. like yeah. me. Okay, well, first. Well, what I was sorry, that wasn't me going. Oh, nice analogy, Ollie. Now let me speak a bit more. What I meant more oh, was, no, no, I've, no, been, no, no. I've been feeling alone, and it was just really nice to see somebody out there that was obviously isolated. They're on their roof. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm happy that yesterday evening. We were able to continue our film club. Oh, in um, such style! Oh my goodness! Look, I think I've had I've got about a week's distance from the Lord of the Rings trilogy, um, so I can now wholeheartedly say you can unleash Lord of the Zings. Okay, that was cool, um, George. <laughs> hey, George, that was cool. I like that. Um, no, I've not got any zings. Um, and I. I've got no ill will towards Lord of the Rings or anyone who likes it. But when we watched that film last night, I suddenly realized how engaged I was, how into it I was in a way that I was never in the sort of 12 hours that we watched Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, we watched, uh, what's it called again? Princess Mononoke? Is that how you say it? Well, yeah, it's Mononoke. Mononoke. Uh, which Princess is a stu- Mononoke. Studio Ghibli film, Japanese Did I say animation Ghibli? studio. Ghibli. Ghibli. I don't Ghibli. know how it's Ghibli. pronounced. No, and I once was eating with a family, and I said it the way I did, and they laughed as if like how ridiculous. And I was like, "Well, how do you know the way you say it is right?" Hmm. Uh, let's assume nothing, and just say we don't know how it's pronounced, yeah. but. I loved it, and I, uh, my girlfriend, who is obviously a part of the film club with us, where we sync up and watch a film and chat over WhatsApp about it, this morning she just randomly goes, I don't want film club to end after quarantine, with a sort Aww. of sad, like, mournful face, and I was like, well, it doesn't have to, it no, doesn't it have to end, film club never has to end. The only thing is it involves watching films. It's the only bit that I'm kind of concerned about. Are you... What the fuck? So the only thing about Film Club is the main thing. That, yeah, but the, the thing only I thing love you about don't... it is that I get to... I made some cheesy nacho crisps. I sat on the sofa. I had an alcohol-free beer. I was texting between you and Cassidy. Zing, zing, zing. You know, I felt a part of something. Don't get me wrong. I loved last night's films. Uh, film. Um, but I just, I wonder if part of the magic is because it exists in this period of time. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Okay. So what you want me to do is to go let my girlfriend down and say, actually, Film Club does have to end. No, 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 no. This beautiful thing that has brought us together. Film Club. Film Club. Film Club. I'm just amazed, mate. This is, in the last seven days, I've watched four films and they're the first four films I've watched since... You know, I probably watched Kung Fu Panda over Christmas or something. You know. <laughs> well, I I'm happy to be a part of anything that makes you watch more films and hopefully will increase your 
well, you you won't say things like kryptonite to mean oh, mm, that's my kryptonite uh, when yeah. you really like something. Although actually, uh, we did receive an email today where someone made quite a good point, um, which was that you could kind of use it like that because it's like you know how people say like oh chocolate's my weakness yes so you could kind of use it in the same way and it wouldn't but then there's a benefit from eating chocolate it's a sweet treat so although it's a weakness you get pleasure from it am i right in thinking that kryptonite to batman is just bullshit from the word go are you saying batman to piss me off or as a joke no but i can sense that i've got the wrong person Okay, kryptonite affects Superman. <laughs> no, it, it's fine. I don't. <laughs> it, uh, you know what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> that's actually funny, George. So it's um, it's actually Superman, not Batman. But uh, anyway, <laughs> that's fine. So kryptonite could be used in that way, maybe. But if it or ever Spider-Man's comes up in a pop weakness. quiz, uh. Phew, Red-headed women. Red-headed oh, women, man. Yeah, MJ. Right. Um, his weakness, really, if you want to actually get down into it, is that he's just a normal guy, really. Deep down. Oh, yeah. He's a normal guy, and he's got normal problems, but also he can spunk webs. I mean, shoot webs out of his <laughs> wrists and that. Well, Ollie, I feel like it's time that we called our messenger freak friend over. Oh, George, we talked about this. So... A few people rightfully quite concerned about the messenger boy and, and the way that maybe we were treating him. Okay, uh, well, should we start that again? No, well, you, you've shown your true colours, it's fine. But I've made sure the messenger boy is a, has got some basic... vigour. No, just some basic protection at the moment because he's out there on the streets to, you know, take, delivering us our letters and stuff. Um, so I gave him some old, like, plastic bags and stuff to wear on his face and hands just while he's out and about doing his thing. And I saw him, when was it? A couple of days ago. And i got to say, he's looking better. Um, oh, good. He's fucking ripped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been doing <laughs> yeah. Joe Wicks's He's been doing morning. archery on the rooftops. <laughs> didn't, you, okay. didn't you fob him off with some twine and a penknife as well and say... God, use your imagination, boy. Well, yeah, I'm not going to fucking wipe his ass for him, as it were. You know what I mean? Right. Okay, anyway, here he comes. Email for you, my lord. News from the East, sire. This email has just come in, my lord. Thanks, boy. Looking good. Thank you, mate. Nice, looking great. <laughs> Very convincing. <laughs> Christ. Okay, so this week, this is from Natalie, and I particularly like this email because it starts, Hi Ollie and George. Uh, you see the order there? I like you see that, yeah. what's been done? I think that uh, last week, my whining about not being included in the um, greetings in the email really backfired because now people are starting every email with like i think they're scared to upset me and they're like hey ollie hey man see we're saying it and now i feel like a fucking mug okay after listening to all the lovely stories of how people are helping others i thought i'd share how people in my community are helping children find all this madness a little less scary 
A couple of weeks ago, a very kind stranger posted on Facebook to try and get people in my town painting rainbows and putting them up in their windows for children mm. out on their walks. And it seems to have blown up. On the two walks I went out for last week, I must have seen hundreds of rainbows. It really is beautiful and truly heartwarming to see. So, the reason I um, wanted to read this email out is because I've heard about this rainbow thing quite a lot. And... In fact, we got multiple emails about it. And obviously now that in the UK movement is restricted, you finally caught up with us lot. This rainbow thing, I think it started off as a way for parents with their younger children to go around the neighborhood. And it was kind of like a scavenger hunt. So you would walk around and see how many rainbows you can spot on your walk and the more now that you can only go out for what is it one you can go out once a day for exercise is that right mm -hmm. um i think that this might come into play even more because imagine if you're a young child this is a hugely confusing time and there's all the kind of scariness of it, but then there's also just the mundane, like, you're going to be quite bored and you probably miss your friends and all your normal things that you used to do. And I just think people coming up with fairly simple and easy ways of just making this a little bit more fun or, or at least just providing some game or some d distraction... Um, I just think it's lovely. I agree, man. I think it's... I, I try... I, I know I said this the other week, but if I try and imagine how I would, you know, have handled all of this at different ages... And there's also that thing that kids are... They're aware of when their parents are panicked or worried as well. And there'll naturally be a lot of that going on in houses um, and mm -hmm. homes. And yeah... Yeah, I thought that. I think that's. Uh, I hadn't heard about that rainbow thing, but I think that's amazing. I think things like that are so. I don't know because it's such a small thing, isn't it? You stick mm -hmm. a rainbow in your window. Maybe you a... could now that you've sort of been getting your your crayons out. Well, um... isn't it interesting? Because I did a rainbow in about three of my pieces, didn't I? Yeah, your pieces were very sort of colourful. The uh, kind of David Hockney sort of palette. Oh yeah. Um, except more shit <laughs> come on man no 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 well what i like about your style is that parts of say you've got an a4 piece a lot i think i think most of your pieces have been a4 kind of landscapes and there'll be part of it which is really intricate and detailed, almost as if you've copied it from something or traced something. And, for example, there's one piece of yours I really like called, I think it's called Breaking Out, is that right? Yes, it was called Breaking Out, yeah. And there's quite a detailed, like, semi-realistic drawing of a horse's head. Mm. And then uh, a little bit below that, a sort of maybe less detailed and less realistic champagne bottle and the kind of juxtaposition between those two styles is is really interesting um but anyway yeah fucking uh draw a rainbow man yeah no i, I will I, do you know what i'd like i've just thought for the first time if i were 14 or 15 during this or 30 i would have been going up 
the walls. I would have been going yeah. do lally. Yeah, and um, or if you were a parent that had to somehow, I mean, oh mate, if you're a parent, you're you're just as kind of confused about this as your child, but. Of course, there's a certain expectation that you're kind of the one to stay strong, as it were. And that's why I think it's important that I hope people out there who are in that position are getting support. Because, of course, they're worried too. And they don't know, they don't have answers like, how long is this going to last, etc. I hope that there are ways that people are are looking out for anyone who's like that. I don't know if you know this, George. I'm actually an uncle. My sister's... Son, my nephew, I suppose is a, an easier way of saying it. He's, you know, six months old, so it's not the same. He's not asking, why can't I go down to the pub? Yeah. No, he's Although probably buzzing. I can Both tell his he's parents a little... just at home, you know. Yeah. And they're having, yeah, they're FaceTiming my mum and the rest of the family a lot. And But if he was a bit older, I just can't get my head mm. around what you how you how you deal with that but people are and i'm sure they're finding amazing ways of doing it and yeah i just i have a lot of respect and admiration for so many people at this time here um last last episode we ended with that applause uh, that i recorded from my balcony that was uh, that's a nightly thing that we do here for healthcare professionals, people working in healthcare, to kind of say thank you. And they've also, in the last week, started up a couple of others at different times. We go out and applause, uh, do a round of applause for... Uh, there's one for the elderly and there's also one for children. And it's just a kind of like recognition or like a solidarity thing. Yet to be one for podcast hosts, but... We'll see. <laughs> Hang I on being in there, man. Um, just this is I've just remembered this, but as a I had an awful lot of energy as a kid. As a kid. And well, yeah, yeah, but it was kind of <laughs> uh, less controlled, I guess, as a less kid. Controlled. You know, it was like. <laughs> yeah, well, I was <laughs> no, hyperactive, yeah. and my mum was given the heads up by somebody they were like well what i do for my lad they had a kid a similar age is what we've done is we've bought him some boxing gloves and then some pads that we can put on our hands and we just put on some music for like three minutes five minutes because and he beats the shit out of us is no no so then we did it and it worked so well because if i was going do lally they would dad would put on some tunes put the pads on and be like come on and you know i wasn't I've never been athletic, so it wasn't, you know, he just had to stand there with them on. And I would go ham for probably all of two minutes or something and, and be, be, you know, red in the face. The count. Yeah. You know, even say it was 10 minutes or whatever, that kind of, I don't know, it worked for us. <laughs> I, I, I guess it's like you just get the energy out in a concentrated oh. way rather than it ticking over over a much longer period of yeah. time. All day, um, yeah. That that ten minutes would probably save you know five hours of evening madness, I imagine. So yeah. that's something maybe worth. Yeah, that's into. an idea. If you've got any boxing gloves, so I told you I'm getting into this fitness stuff. Yeah, man, big time. Um, okay, should we read one more email? I would love that. Yeah. This email is from Claire. Hello there. 
Now, this is a smart way to open the email because no specific names. No one can get upset. I'm not, you know, not naming names. I don't know who that would be. <laughs> um, me. But just hello there. That's a nice, clean way of doing it. Good job, Claire. I have Thank just you, started. Claire. Sorry. Excuse me? Hello, Claire. You'll be going the way of the, the messenger boy if you're not careful. Hello, Claire. Are you done saying hello to Claire? Yeah. Okay. Claire says, I have just started listening to your podcast and really love listening to it for help with mindfulness and also some banter. Yes, please. <laughs> Something you should know about me is that I isolate myself even before this quarantine started. I always have. And luckily, my friends are incredibly patient with me. Um, I am social and love hanging out with my friends, but I really appreciate my downtime to myself. Like many people, I have battled with anxiety and depression, but I've got a good hang of things now, surprisingly. This is why I like to listen to your podcast. As much as I isolate myself, I don't want to feel alone. And your podcast provides me with knowing that Everyone has a battle in their life and it's important to speak up and support one another. Here is a quarantine tip for working from home. I've started a group chat with the people I work with as we are all as we are all now working from home and usually at work we would talk about everything from Bigfoot to the Titanic. So, we created a group chat where every morning someone sends a voice recording of a few lines of a song and then someone has to send a recording of the next few lines. It's just a silly funny thing to keep us all in contact separate from the subject of work. Of course this works for friends and family as well, but if you are working with people you would see every day and then suddenly you can't see them for a while, keeping a relationship going with them is important and makes the workday more fun. Whilst in quarantine I've started writing again and painting and creating illustrations, a bit like you George, which I have not worked on in years. I'm finding that using this time to be creative and work on my art is really helping me with not seeing my family and friends. Although, I have to say, my quarantine has been getting weird. Especially when you find out one of your neighbours cradles her cat and serenades her to somewhere over the rainbow at 6am and your other neighbour is massively into river dance. (laughs) I didn't know that about them and I don't know what to do with that information. I have spent days working, cooking, trying to comprehend what happened at the end of Lord of the Rings Return of the King still makes me emotional and I have spent more than one day battling the additional attachments from my Henry Hoover most of which I don't think belong to him I might start journaling my time in quarantine as was suggested on your previous show as I think it could be really helpful if you read this thank you for your time and hope you and your loved ones are doing well thank you very much Claire that was an excellent email I love that and it is true that I'm learning things about my neighbours. Um, I think I mentioned... Hold on, on, so quickly, what was that? So one of her neighbours sings to her cat at 6am. One of her neighbours cradles and serenades her cat uh, to some somewhere over the rainbow at 6am. And then neighbor, another neighbour is river dancing up and down the shop all over. So it sounds they, like... They might have just stubbed their toes. Could be, but at the same time, and also while listening to river dance music, <laughs> it's yeah. unlikely, George. It's unlikely, but maybe. No, something to think about, Claire. But yeah, uh, my neighbours, I think I mentioned before that one of them has a very distinctive sneeze that sort of plagued me for a while, and I've tried to work out what's going on there. And it stopped for a while, and I was I was a little bit worried, to be honest with you. I was thinking, where's where's my sneezer that I usually hear deep down in the in the bowels of the building somewhere and then yesterday i was having a bath i had the the window open um i was relaxing 
And suddenly I hear that lovely sneeze flowing up through the air. And I thought, hey, he's all right. Um, <laughs> and I was very pleased. I ran to my window and said, sir, sir, you're back. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so not quite sure what that's got to do with Claire's email, apart from the fact that it involves neighbors. But the tip about working from home, starting a WhatsApp group and kind of keeping in touch with your work colleagues beyond just the the work stuff, I think that is a really good idea. And I know from, from my experience the past few weeks that any WhatsApp activity is, is much appreciated just to, to, to while the hours away. We all want to, I think we all feel the same. We all want to talk to people. <laughs> as much as possible at this time. So another WhatsApp group with your work colleagues or whatever. I mean, assuming you get along with them, you don't have to necessarily keep in touch with, you know, Craig from accounts who you've never really got on with. Poor Craig. And not quickly, Ollie. Yeah. Um, another thing that she mentioned was the trying to get over the ending of Return of the King, the Lord of the Rings film. I know exactly what she's talking about. There's that bit where Frodo gets on the boat without any explanation and has to leave his hobbit mates. So after that whole saga, do you remember? Gandalf is like, oh, time to get yeah. on the boat now. But, and he does that weird smile for like three minutes. It just videos him going like, hee hee hee. And then, then the <laughs> hobbits just go off and have to live a normal life. And it's well, never explained. Well, a uh, bit of a spoiler, first of all, George. Uh, some people might, like me, have only just... That or some people like me may have not seen Lord of the Rings or read it, but I did actually do some research about this, and I have the answer if you want it. Yeah, I do. In the books, it's much more apparent that Frodo has been forever scarred by his experiences, and when he's back in Hobbiton or whatever, Samwise and all the other guys are kind of getting on with life but Frodo can't. He's a part of him has been, you know, cursed in a way by this adventure. So they go into that in more detail. And he goes to some, I don't know, like the magic elf world at the end. That's what he's doing to get on the boat to kind of continue adventuring because he can't have a normal life. Like, no. Yeah. That's cool. I wish they'd made that more apparent because I didn't get that at all. Me neither. I just saw Frodo grinning at Sam and then Sam grins at him and then the camera goes back to Frodo and he's still grinning and then Sam grins at him and it goes back between them for so <laughs> yeah. fucking long. <laughs> oh, God. Also, he's addicted to the, the, the open road. Well, yeah, I think... I mean, I've not read the book, I should say. This is just based on um, my my usual wikipedia research but that's that's the impression i got is that he's god he's got a need for speed now and mm. chilling out in hobbiton having a glass of ale with old gardener this samwise gamgee doesn't cut it man anyway this is not a lord of the rings podcast in although claire hope maybe that helps although she said it still makes her emotional were you emotional george i was so over it yeah, the only emotion I had was fucking boredom. Anyway, Claire, glad you like the film. So, <laughs> but I just want to say I've watched them a few times. I do enjoy them. There was just something about I don't think I've ever watched them three nights in a row, and been like, "Whoa," you know. They're just too long, man. They're too long. Yeah. And Frodo, 
is the worst protagonist. He does, <laughs> he does fuck all. He just walks for three films and then gets back and goes. He's on his bare rags. <laughs> he's on his absolute bare rags for three films, and, and then his gardener saves the day at every possible, you know, yeah. every turn. Uh, but then, still, when the ring is destroyed, everyone cheers and goes, Frodo, he's done it! What about yeah. fucking Sam? Sam <laughs> literally carries Frodo on his back <laughs> to complete this task. I feel oh, as if God. this <laughs> we need to get off this subject. No, George, actually, can we talk about this at length? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, George, I'm, I'm off my face on Kinder Bueno today i have to admit and also my my whole clenched teeth has given me an enormous headache and i'm ready for sleep bed it's 10 30 here i know Christ. it's a late one and i'll be honest i can feel it's only half nine here but it feels like a late one. Oh, well i will say farewell then i will say thank you for another lovely podcast my friend and <laughs> i I'm looking forward to film club tomorrow. I won't tell Cassidy that the, the film club is numbered. The day, his days are numbered. Uh, I don't think her poor little heart could take that. But No, don't tell her. No. And it doesn't have to be. It's just it's a new thing for me, listen, watching films. Yeah, that is so fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I'll speak to you. Well, I'll speak to you before then. I've got some memes to show you. As soon as this <laughs> Thank finishes. You. Um, Thank you for the emails, guys. Yes. Oh, go on. Oh, yeah, we need to you say. You know what I'm going to say. Yeah, if you want to email us, the, well, the best way to get in nice. touch with the podcast is to email us oh, at no. contact at phoneafriendpodcast.com and please share the show with your friends, rate it on iTunes, let us know what you think of it, and yeah, spread the love, spread the word. Stay safe. Stay Look safe. after Hang yourselves. Wash your hands. Wash your hands, etc. And we yeah. shall speak to you next week. Also, tune in to Joe Wicks and listen to your boy George. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, on that note, bye. Bye. <laughs>